the house is worth whatever it's worth, right? Whoever sells it. Uh-uh. Wrong. I'm Charlie. Welcome to Moving Home with Charlie, and thank you for coming. Charlie Landon grew up in Sussex, is the founder of Best Agent and presenter of Moving Home with Charlie. If you want to find one of these guys, look out for those compassionate professionals. All of estate agents are not the same. So, Charlie, what would be your advice for people interested in buying new builds right now? Don't overpay. Do buy, but don't overpay. That's why I say disregard the guff. Read into the numbers and look, and it's buried. The bad news is buried in the small print, okay? Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Property Press Awards. They may or may not be telling the truth, but you should form your own view. Get out and view, get out and view, get out and view. You cannot be in a position to make offers and have the offers accepted if you're not viewing. Be out there viewing. Pre- prefer- uh. <laughs> Pay attention to the back of the class if you've not been watching my videos. I did one just a couple of days ago. Disregard the guff, guys. Good afternoon. Impromptu Friday afternoon. I decided to do this as a live stream rather than a pre-recorded Five Facts Friday. Gets it out there quicker. So who do we have here today? Hello, John Rocks, Tigonosaurus, three-player politics. I'm going to crack into this. This is going to be a short one, okay? So this Friday, which is the 17th of March, 2023, I'm going to talk about the five facts of the week. So these are not opinions or projections. They're facts that have happened that you can verify that I think are the biggest impact on the housing market. And we're going to do a countdown starting with number five. Um, Although number five, actually, if it's true, will, will impact the market in a large way. But let me start here. So number five, I did a survey. And I'm just going to put this on the screen. So I did a survey on Twitter and on YouTube asking, is the unfolding situation in the banking sector affecting your intention to move home? And most worryingly of all for the transaction numbers for estate agents is that 34% on Twitter said, I've put my move on hold until it's over. Um, The rest are various levels of proceeding with caution. But uh, to two thirds proceeding, um, one third deciding to put it on hold. And it was a similar outlook on uh, YouTube as well. Sorry, I'm pressing the wrong buttons here. So there are the results on YouTube as well. Okay, there we go. Uh, So similar plans, 31% putting my moving plans on hold. Uh, Most people are saying it won't affect my move unless it reaches the UK banks uh, or saying I'm concerned watching it closely, but proceeding with caution. Okay, so that's fact number one is that Roughly a third of movers are pressing pause on their moving plans until the banking situation unfolds. Straight on to number two. Um, so the Bank of England put out some figures, and I've linked to all of these below, as usual, in, in the uh, in the comments and description in the show notes. Um, the Bank of England put out a story, put some facts out, showing that the Q4 mortgage lending in total, uh, where is it? Let's get to the right graph. Sorry, guys. There, that's the one. Q4 lending in total, which is that orange line, uh, dropped from $87 in Q3 to $58 in Q4, which is about a $29 reduction 
in money lent to buy new houses. Okay, that's new commitments. So just for people who understand that if the if that money is taken away or not lent to buy houses, it reduces the demand on houses and will bring prices down. And that was happening in Q4 last year. And these things take a while to play out. That's fact number two. Okay, mortgage lending was down 29 billion in Q4. And you can see the sharpness of the, of the drop, how, how, what a big drop it was. Um, and that's also quite a lot lower than, than the Q4 the previous year. So the year-on-year -year comparison also shows a big drop. Number three, the Telegraph put out a story yesterday saying homeowners pull properties from sale after buyers make low ball offers. And the numbers there are that more than a third, 35% of sellers took their properties off the market without selling them last month, which was up from 24% the same time last year. And there's a quote from Jonathan Hopper of buying agent Garrington's, who said the market had reached the tail end of the boom and I wanted to read this bit out. He said, those that wanted to try and time the height of the market blinked and missed it. After many months of unsuccessfully trying to sell for an overinflated price, they are now throwing in the towel. Equally, there are those that wanted to come to the market at the start of this year and have been kite flying on price, have not had a bite and are coming off the market because they want to move rather than need to move. All right. So, uh, Stock levels aren't down, which means there's a lot of new stuff coming on as well. But a lot of the old stuff has come off the market there. So we're racing through these. That was number three. So we're now to, to, to number, uh, I'm counting down. We'll finish with number one. Number two, counting down. So the second most significant uh, story is from the ONS, who put out um, average weekly earnings in Great Britain in March 2023, okay? And the most important part to read is this. Have I shared it? Yes. Growth in total and regular pay fell in real terms on the year in November 22 to January 23 by 3.2% for total pay, 2.4% for regular pay. A larger fall on the year for real total pay was last seen not since February to April 2009, when it fell 4.5%, but still remains among the largest falls in growth since comparable records began in 2001. And the reason this is a big deal for the housing market is as Housing Stig pointed out to me last night on, on, uh, on the live stream, or previously, he said, <clears throat> house prices have never gone up when wage growth is negative. It makes sense if you think about it. If people's real disposable income and available income is contracting, getting smaller, shrinking, however you want to look at it, they've got less money to buy houses. Right. So that's uh, number two. And then number one, the biggest thing, which actually covers number five as well, the first one I, I came up with. The biggest thing hitting it, you know what this is going to be, don't you? Um, in fact, let's go to the Guardian one. So it is the banking situation. I'm going, I'm going to avoid using the word crisis. The Guardian's using it. I'm going to call it the banking situation. And I really want people to understand why this, why I think this is the number one most important thing that's going to affect uh, the housing market, okay? It is because it's looking like there is a possibility of another credit crunch happening, uh, which is when lenders stop lending. In, for not, they lend to fewer people, they lend less money, it becomes more expensive, and the liquidity in the banking sector starts to suffer. Now, I'll just show you a few stories just so you understand the scale of this problem. So last week, you'll remember that Silicon Valley Bank went bankrupt. 
Today, their parent has filed for bankruptcy. Monday this week, Credit Suisse was looking like collapsing. And then during the week, the Swiss National Bank intervened to save it. And despite that, um, the share price of Credit Suisse is still tumbling today. And then there is another thing happening, which is First Republic Bank. And this is an American bank, but it's what is what everyone's watching in America because even though yesterday First Republic Bank got a $30 billion bailout from other banks, five other banks like JP Morgan, those kind of guys, put $30 billion in, its share price, as you can see, is down 26% today, right? That's First Republic Bank. So that that is it's just not what the, what this is saying is it's not working and look at all those other banking stocks that's just today wells fargo bank of america charles schwab citigroup all down 3 to 5% and there's a lot of chat amongst the investment and the banking community about the fact that this is, this situation isn't going away every other day it looks like it's getting better then it gets worse and it gets better then it gets worse and it just won't go away and if this banking situation doesn't go away, it is going to impact the housing housing markets everywhere. It's going to impact the global financial system. Um, so we could be looking at the beginning of another global financial situation event um, because the more that they're trying to do to stop this spreading, the worse it's getting. And just this afternoon, someone came out, the, the, the oh, housing stig sent me the text. In fact, I'll read it to you. Um, someone came out with a, a message. I'll show you exactly who it is because it's relevant. iCapital chief investment strategist Anastasia Amoroso warned of a system issue in the US banking system unearthed by the collapse of Silvergate and Silicon Valley Bank. She told Bloomberg, I don't think these are idiosyncratic issues I think there is a broader problem. Um, that's just this afternoon. So those are five things. Now, I put a tweet out and a post out on LinkedIn asking people to tell me what facts from this week they thought were relevant facts for the housing market. Because last week I had some complaints saying, oh, you just picked negative things. These if if anything was positive, I would be picking that too as a salient fact. But these are the five most significant factors affecting the UK housing market this week, as I see it. Um, there's a bonus one. Just for those of you who watched the budget this week and thought, oh, we're not going to be in recession. Um, it's really important to understand that the OBR, which is forecasting, by the way, the OBR is forecasting uh, 10% house prices to drop this year. Okay, here's a link of property industry eye. Uh, everyone needs to be reminded that the Office of Budget Responsibility is always over-optimistic. Now, and, and we've got evidence of this here because this is a, an article on Bloomberg saying that the UK Treasury, so the OBR as well, and the BOE diverged by 112 billion on the economic outlook. And there's a graph here showing it where you can see that that pink line is the OBR's optimistic forecast. OBR, uh, and the yellow line is the Bank of England's forecast, all right? And their optimistic forecast is house prices falling 10%. Um, I am sorry that there isn't any positive news for uh, Five Fact Friday this week. That's the situation. Um, 
I hope it gives you food for thought on Five Fact Friday. Um, my only observation of all this is that what I find absolutely staggering is that there we have easily already the worst banking problem since 2008. And yet in the property industry press, it hasn't been mentioned once. Make of that what you will. Not mentioned once. Like nothing. As if it's no factor to the property industry. Now, I, I understand this because they're all just going, please, 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 not another financial crisis. And I get that. But at the same time, I think that it's, it's, it still strikes me as absolutely astonishing when it is headline news and all the other papers, because the Bank of England was involved. So people thinking, hey, this isn't going to affect the UK. It hasn't affected any UK banks yet. But the Bank of England put out a statement saying that they were in talks with the Swiss National Bank to try and stop Credit Suisse collapsing. So if this situation gets worse, it will affect the UK. I am not predicting that it's going to get worse. Don't call me a doom monger. I'm not making any predictions. I'm simply saying if the situation gets worse, then it will affect the UK banks whether we like it or not. And on that happy note, I'm going to wish you all a very great weekend. Um, hope you have fun. I hope you can get relaxed. Uh, and I will see you guys probably if not over the weekend, and if something massive happens over the weekend, I'll check in. Otherwise, I will see you all next week. Have a fantastic weekend. Bye-bye, guys. Hi, Connor.